This is the Average Guy Network, and you have found Home Gadget Geeks, show number 167, recorded on May 15th, 2014. Here at Home Gadget Geeks, we cover all your favorite tech gadgets that find their way into your home. News, reviews, product updates, and conversation, all for the average tech guy. I'm your host, Jim Collison, broadcasting live from the AverageGuy.tv studios here in Bellevue, Nebraska. And, of course, we post the show with world-class show notes. Uh, a little a little lacking show notes. And watch your breathing there, Andrew. Out at TheAverageGuy.tv. If you have questions, comments, or contributions, you can contact the show via email. Just send that to me, Jim, at TheAverageGuy.tv. Find me on Twitter, at Collison. We're now calling those questions or, so sh- or show suggestions. If there's something you'd like to see us cover or something you'd like to see us do, call those in, 402-478-8450, and we'll play that question right on the program. And now Home Gadget Geeks is a part of the Geeks Network. Find this link to, sh- to this show and many other great podcasts over at thegeeksnetwork.com. Join us in chat, watch, and listen to the live show and find all the navigation in the upper right-hand corner of theaverageguy.tv. All right, we, uh, we've gathered the troops. It's a miracle. I've got Andrew Morris back for two, count them, two podcasts in a row. Andrew, welcome back. G'day. And I'll, 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 try, I'll try not to breathe loudly. I think I need to do it as a general rule <laughs> to sustain. And then we need your phone to, to ring. <laughs> we've already done that, so I'm hoping that that's going to be the only time it will. All right, all right. Well, we'll we'll trust uh, Hawaii Five O to come in here at some point during the show. It's always good to have you back, and and welcome back to a record-breaking. Breathe onto it. Yeah. Well, welcome back to a record-breaking two shows in a row, and then uh, all the way to his right, and uh, from JPEG to Raw over at JPEG to Raw. Dot com. Mike Howard. Mike Howard. I'm doing great, Jim. Awesome, Mike. Uh, and you've been joining me on Saturday mornings, uh, joining me out in the chat room. As Dave, a Jack- yes. Yeah, Dave Jackson and I have been getting together. Saturday mornings, 9.30 Central, that's in the morning, 9.30 on a Saturday morning, 9.30 Central, 10.30 Eastern for Ask the Podcast Coach. I'm having a lot of fun doing that show. We've It's gotten better. I mean, we've figured out the whole call-in thing, so you can call in your questions. And, and yeah, I tell you, for me as a listener, um, I you know, I like to work on some things with my show on Saturday morning or editing photos or whatever I'm doing. So the time slot is, is perfect for me. I sit there, I'm listening to the show. Chat's usually pretty good, so I often have to, you know, stop what I'm doing and go over there and, and say something in chat. But that hour with you, with you and, and Dave Jackson, um, is is really fits into my schedule well. There's a lot of good information, and I uh, it's part of my Saturday mornings now. Yeah, it's it's part of mine too. I've had a good time with them, and so if you're thinking about starting a podcast or you've got a podcast, or and this one is actually. Well, it's not good for Australia. You know, the the home gadget geeks here is always in a great time slot because it's noon or so for Andrew over there. So he can always podcast with us, you know, around the noon hour. Uh, not great for the UK, right? It's super late in the UK right now, super late in Europe, and so they never get to be a part of this. Well, that asks the podcast show, uh, ask the podcast coach. Um, at 9.30 Central, it's in the evening in the UK. So if you're a UK listener, and I know i got a few of you out there, and uh, you'd like to join us live, we take your podcasting questions or tech around sound and audio and some of those kinds of things. You can join us on Ask the Podcast Coach. That's just askthepodcastcoach.com slash live. All right. We want to get started, and then I want, I want to say, I should say, as I do every other show, thanks for using our Amazon affiliate link, theaverageguy.tv slash Amazon. Of course, 
had a couple great months and a couple guys uh, I announced on the show last week. I had a couple guys who had taken advantage of the the program and I hadn't heard back from them. One of them heard me say that and kind of said, "I'm sorry." And so I uh, appreciate him getting back to me and we'll get and I I figured so. I just figured I'd maybe lost uh, communication with them. And we get busy. We all do. It's really hard to do this kind of stuff and so uh, if uh, if you've done that, and uh, so one of the guys contacted me back, and uh, he, we we scheduled some things out, so we're all good there. Uh, but I appreciate you purchasing from the link, and actually we're going to upgrade some equipment in the studio with some of those funds as well. I've got a Core i7 box coming that will help get the processing done for me a little faster. I kind of thought that uh, I'm I do a lot of video production now, and we're producing it in 1080p. And uh, it just takes Mike. You know, you do this a lot. You will. I mean, it's not an AMD chip, but you will love that Core i7. Yeah. Uh, and I just bought. Speaking of, yeah, you you took you a little bit to catch that, huh? Yeah. No, I <laughs> I heard it. <laughs> uh, speaking of your link, I bought two things. I mean, I put my fingers down here. We couldn't see it. Two things yeah. last night using your link. Uh, a MediaSonic uh, RAID 5 enclosure for four drives, and I needed one drive to make my fourth drive, so I bought one drive. So that I can, I've run out of storage for my podcast files, believe it or not. Mm, yeah. I need that for that. So I bought it and hopefully have it tomorrow. Awesome. So be looking for that in your, yeah. in I'll your watch. things. I'll watch for that in the rundown. I, somebody had purchased a Dell Venue 8, which uh, uh, a brand new Microsoft store opened here in the Omaha area. So uh, And it's actually not all the way across town like I thought it was going to be. It's actually within about 20 minutes of the house. And so I need to head up there and meet the manager and uh, maybe get some things done at the Microsoft Store now that I've got one with the, within 20 minutes of me. And, of course, I'm wearing the 3% shirt today in honor of Windows Phone and the opening of the store there in the Omaha area. And so uh, appreciate you guys using the Amazon link. Again, we turn those dollars back into giveaways, at, well, review units for you guys, mostly here in the U.S. Andrew, sorry about that, that, that we can't do that. Uh, we got to get better mailing, uh, cheaper stuff. Live in no, no. It's it's the trade-off for living in one of the most beautiful countries in the world. That's right. So, and having great things, like drier than a <laughs> dead dingo. Dead, dead dingo's dung. <laughs> yeah, there we go. So, listen to last week's show if you want to know what that means. All right. So, <laughs> it is post show. Yeah, that's what it's in the post show outtakes. Yeah, if you're if if you didn't get it all the way to the end of one sixty six. Uh, we got a few minutes of outtakes yeah. in 166. You want to go back and, and have a listen. Anytime I get Andrew and John Zadler on the on the podcast, you know there's going to be a good hell quickly. <laughs> it was good. It was good indeed. It's uh it's spring here in the United States. Uh, today it's it's we're in the middle of May, and uh, what that means for me is I'm an avid runner, and uh, I've spent a lot of time running over the last five or six years. And um, because of that, uh, because of all the fitness that I do with that, I, um, there's a lot of fitness things that I do. And we heard from you, the listener, uh, both through chat and some feedback that uh, you wanted me about every six to eight weeks to talk a little bit about fitness. And uh, and so tonight's one of those nights, and then you might be looking at me and Andrew and Mike, and you're like, <laughs> yeah. who, who gave these guys the right to talk about fitness? Well, I think it, what gives us the right to talk about it, we've all... Hey, I was doing for comfort, not speed. <laughs> and Jim, you run marathons. I, I do. I'm not I, even going to give you much advice on on those devices. I'm looking for advice. Yeah. yeah. So well, that's an angle. But 
the other thing is, it's the average guy network, and we I like to talk about we're all in this area of fitness. Or kind of, the average guys in this, and I think at we in, in a lot of ways we all struggle with that area of fitness, and so that's not what we're going to talk about because we got some really good stuff to talk about. But um, that's why I do this is just because it's uh, there. You can you can go out and find plenty of podcasts, met, you know, done by jocks and studs and. You know, runners of that are weigh 120 pounds or 105 pounds, and they you know run uh, two-hour marathons. Well, go listen to those if you want that. We're going to talk about hey, what's you know what what are the average things that people deal with, and and, and maybe some tech equipment. And that's what we're going to talk about tonight. Some tech equipment that might help you in your fitness journey. And all three of us have done things, purchased things, especially tech, to help out both family members and ourselves. And and then Mike actually is going to bring a nice question in here in a few minutes, but. I want to spend a little time because I do some running, and so and Andrew, I know you've run uh, off and on, uh, maybe some, uh, and I've followed you More on, on yep. Facebook. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's it's hard. It's hard, especially with having the kids. I mean, it's yeah, hard to find exactly. time for a routine. And um, as the kids get older, you've got to either you know put them in strollers and go walking, or you, I mean, you have to intentionally find ways to make this exercise happened. By the way, let me say this before I get started. So Mike, later on we're going to talk about, you know, there's some there's some gym membership looming in your future. But before we get to that, let me just say, one, if, if, you're gonna, if you want to lose weight, I've said this on, on all the podcasts, if you're really looking to get fit, it's really 90% what you eat and 10% what you do. And so often we... Uh, yeah, well, that's mine too. I love <laughs> to eat. You know? Um... It is. Uh, it's one of those things where, if you wanna, if you really want to get in fitness and you want to lose that weight, you really got to control the diet long before you. Uh, hold on, my, my picture just disappeared. Once yeah, it did that the second time I was doing that. Yeah, yeah, there we go. I don't know why. If I turn it down to, to no no HD and then bring it back up, the picture comes back. But so if you're if you're serious, if you're listening to this and you're like, oh man, I could stand to lose a few pounds, or in my case, I could probably go ten or fifteen. Um, it really, I, it, the struggle is not exercise because I killed myself in the in the gym and lost nothing because I haven't changed any of my eating patterns. So we right, won't talk right. much about that tonight. But it really well, is you got to get your diet under control. I, I would, you know, and I I know that when I was at the gym last time, you know, or at the gym anytime, you're on the I go on the elliptical a lot. And you're on the elliptical and you're there, you're doing it. And it tells you some kind of guess on how many calories, and you're there for a half hour working up a sweat, and you're doing whatever else and wearing yourself out, and you've burned 300 calories, and you look at the one cookie is 350 calories, and like what the heck? <laughs> it's a bit of a file, isn't it? <laughs> if I want to eat seven of these, I'm gonna to have to be here all day on this thing. I know, and I have eaten seven of yeah. those. Like you know, sometimes you get some cravings and. I mean, just tonight I came home and I'd been out of my routine. I haven't run over the last couple days, and I got home and there was some sugar. And you know, in the evenings, sugary stuff is the worst possible stuff you can eat because you get more sugar cravings, and your body will just then you just like can't stop. And I ate like seven of those little Smarty packets. You know, <laughs> they're, yeah, they're awesome, and they're just pure sugar. You know, they're nothing but flavored sugar. And uh, that's of course good, good flavor sugar. Oh, they're delicious. I, ju I justify I justify that by saying it's chocolate, not sugar. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think chocolate actually burns calories, if I heard right. Mm. Yeah, and makes you live longer. But that being said, and, and there's some forms of chocolate that are good for you. Uh, that be that being said, I, I you know I, I again want to say if you're thinking about you know if you're like oh I'd like to drop a few pounds. 
drop a few pounds in what you eat <laughs> to start with. Stop eating so much, and, uh, and and I think that will help. Every time I've lost, in 2010, went back, I was looking at some pictures from 2010. I'm about 15 pounds lighter than I am right now. And I felt good, but you know what? I was super disciplined. I was keeping track of everything I ate, and I'd set a budget. I'd set a food budget for myself every day. And I used... Um, uh, so I use RunKeeper, but I, I think there was another, maybe it was on RunKeeper. Many of these fitness applications not only track your fitness, but you can track your food and your calorie intake. And so you can, you know, one of the strategies is go in there and set a calorie limit for the day. And then as you eat meals, update the, the website with what you've eaten. And then when you've eaten your calories for the day, you know, if, if you set your goal at 2,500 calories and you feel like, you know, during the day you're burning that, you, you got to create a calorie deficit whether you like it or not. That's kind of what you got to do to mm -hmm. lose some weight. There's these crazy other schemes that say you don't have to, but you really have to. Mm -hmm. uh, you just got to create that deficit. Then when you're done, you're done. And, man, that's hard at night when you're out of calories. And you're, you got those cravings. They're like, oh, that ice cream would be so good. You know, I've used my phone in the past. It's just you know, entering everything manually was always a struggle. And I know at the beginning of the show, yeah. you said that you had a plan. <clears throat> I have my physical in two weeks, annual physical in two weeks, and you told me you had a plan for me to lose a hundred pounds that didn't include a monk uh, gorilla. So I'm, I can't, <laughs> I, I can't yeah. wait to hear that plan. <laughs> Don't bait Andrew <laughs> that way. You know he'll say it. <laughs> no, pretty, I, I'll just come to Corb. Okay. Yeah. That was a teaser to say you have to come for the pre-show. Yeah, you got to come listen to the pre-show. Although we didn't record that part either. Oh, okay. So no. Nah, so um, no, we, so, we want to we keep the family writing on the YouTube channel. That's true. That's yes. We want to keep that family uh, family friendly. So um, one of the things uh, in tech, uh, most of us, and actually my battery's dead on this one, but most of us own uh, just a regular stopwatch. So. Of course, this is uh, if you're wanting getting and, and one of the nice things I found even running or walking, uh, one of the nice tech features I found in just a regular running watch was the ability to do lap speeds, especially if you're going to do consistent or do any kind of competition against yourself. That's one of the helpful things in a good workout is improving, you know, hitting a PR personal record in your workout. Having something to shoot for, just working out to working out, to, you know, for working out is kind of boring. And so, you know, uh, whether it's setting, uh, I'm going to walk a mile in a certain time or I'm going to run a mile in a certain time. or uh, What I used to do all the time was in my 10Ks, I would keep track of every mile lap. And there's a big button on this you can push and it would automatically lap for me. And then when I got done with the race, those lap times would be tracked on my, on my watch. Now, this is low tech. It doesn't uh, sync with my computer or anything like that. It doesn't uh, update anything. Uh, anywhere. I'd manually enter everything. But it was a $30 or $40 watch that I got online made by, uh, this is a Nike watch. Nike's getting out of the watch business. So there's they, they made the fuel band and they just fired everybody on their fuel band staff. And so you won't see many fuel band devices. Andrew, when you were that's working why they're out, on clearance. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's why they're on clearance. Yes. Yeah. Andrew, when for your workout, any, any uh, watch stuff that you prefer? Yeah, I had I used to have a um a Polar or I still do have a Polar 610i, I think it is, which is one of the older ones with the infrared sync. Um that'll be getting on oh, 8 9 years old now, I think. Um you know, sort of kludgy um heart rate monitor that works you know 85% of the time because the technology wasn't that great for the It wasn't great for the, for the ECG detection and and that type of thing. 
Um, now I just tend to go to the gym and you know stick the phone on 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 the um, the treadmill or whatever and hope that it counts the right number of pulses to get steps. Yeah. Um, when I'm yeah. when I'm when I'm walking or walking or trying to run, um, I'll just be using RunKeeper predominantly at the moment. Yeah, and that's another good way to do it. Um, you know, in in what you mentioned, you know, the, a lot of the smartphone or smart watches, so to speak, over the last four or five years, and if, especially if they're two or three years old, they're big, bulky, and they weren't always reliable. Now, what was crazy is yeah. I used to, when I first started running, a buddy lent me his running watch, and it was just it's like having a it was like having a PDA that had been crunched down into a little space, so they were heavy and they were <laughs> thick. And you'd run it with it on your left arm, and you know you, you're, you'd get a bigger muscle on your left arm because it was so freaking heavy. And I just could never wear one of those. And for the longest time, I the joke I used to say all the time was that my favorite running watch was my running partner's running watch, you know. And, and yeah. I, I just run with somebody that had a watch, uh, and they'd keep track of the time. And actually, for a lot of lot of time, I've had running partners that did buy a watch, and I never had one. So I ran five years without a watch. And let me let me say. I secretly thought inside, as soon as I bought the watch, I'd quit running. You know, that was one of yeah. the reasons that stopped me from buying a watch. I'm like, because these Garmin watches or, or a Timex has got a GPS-enabled watch, they were all um, they're pretty expensive. I mean, they were three to, I mean, the bottom, the very bottom was 300 bucks to get into this market. And, uh, and they'd go all the, yeah. all the way up to 600 And so it was, yeah. go ahead. I was going to say I think I paid similar sort of money for my um, for my Polo when I bought it. You know, around the six hundred dollar mark. You know, it was it was one of those things where you you to to get into the market you had to pay the early adopter fee because they were though you're 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 cutting edge if you were trying to track what you were doing when you're exercising back then. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, right on. There, there weren't, there were not that. The technology was not that good, and you, you paid dearly for the early, you know, entry fee, or the yeah. early to get in. And so I just avoided a watch. I just avoided all those altogether. And uh, in, in the last two years, we're going to talk about the Fitbit craze here uh, next. But Garmin has really gotten good. And so what I want to do is I want to spend a few minutes sharing. I just bought the Garmin 220. And um, and I'm pretty amazed at it uh, in a lot of ways. Uh, one, uh, let's start with the price point. So it was 250, which is for a GPS-enabled watch, 250 bucks uh, is pretty good. So this is the this is the watch here. Um, you know, you can see it in uh, in relation to my hand. So it's a big circle. A lot of the running watches from Garmin over the last couple of years have been big squares <laughs> that have been in there with a with a crazy LCD screen that you would have to do. This just really looks like a watch. Uh, I mean, looks like an old traditional watches. A lot of watches have gotten big, uh, you know, and and then, you know, the Pebble watches have also gotten square. You know, the the Galaxy watch is square. Pebble is square. Um, this is round and it's it's uh, it looks looks more traditional. It's actually a watch I've been wearing every day. Uh, just for 250 bucks, Mike, I'm going to wear this thing every day. You know what I'm yeah, saying? It's yeah. like, it's, you know, it's, it's in a lock mode right now. So, so one of the nice things is when you're, when you are not using the GPS, you can lock it up. It turns off the GPS radio and then that watch could go for up to 10 days without a charge. Um, and so it, it works for, it, it's nice that way. I probably get two or three runs out of it. So they advertise, they advertise it'll run for about five hours on GPS 
which is about the maximum of my marathon time. So if it was fully charged, it probably would get me all the way through a marathon if I if I was going to do that. When I took it out of the case, uh, I bought it at Target. I ran a half marathon a couple weeks ago. By the way, if you want to follow my running stuff, so I have a personal blog that I use for running. It's called theaverageguy.me, so it should be pretty easy. For you guys to remember, theaverageguy.tv is where you're at right now. Theaverageguy.me is my personal running blog, and I talk a lot about the running that I do. So if you're a running enthusiast or whatever and you don't mind reading that stuff, you can head out there. I really write for myself, and I keep track of all my racing bibs. You know, Mike, that's one of those motivation things for me, right? I keep track of them all, and they're in a little matrix. You got to find those gimmicks, right? You know, that yeah, kind of, in competition is kind of was kind of my gimmick. Um, somebody mentioned it before is having someone you're, you know, in a fun way competing. Because the downside of competition is if you start to lose, that may be a real disincentive to somebody. Yeah, that's the hard part about picking some of those competition things, right? Yeah. Is you got to be careful. Um, we'll talk about this more with Fitbit, but you know they've got a lot of competition stuff going on there. Garmin does too through Garmin Connect. Um, and so one of the the impressions I had when I pulled this watch out of the bag was it was I thought they'd given me like the floor model that had all the you know how sometimes you get the floor model that the that wasn't real and <laughs> didn't have anything inside of it. It was so light. This thing. Um, uh, you know, the weight on this thing is 1.4 ounces, which is, for a running wow. watch, for a GPS, yeah, is ridiculous. I was like, are, are you kidding me? Um, and so I, I, I put it on. Again, I was, I, I was used to kind of the bigger uh, running watches. And again, I, I, because it's so light, it's a watch I could wear every day. Um, uh, so I put it on, and it connects Bluetooth with your phone. So once you make that connection, you install Garmin Connect from the Android store. In my case, they have an Apple, uh, they have an iPhone uh, app too. And you make a you make a Bluetooth connection between your phone and your watch. And when that when they get close to each other, the watch automatically syncs to the phone. That was another thing like in the old days. You had to bring the watch, take the watch off, plug it into your computer. It would it would manually update. And you can still do that, but it uh, sends those records uh, to the uh, to Garmin Connect, and then it eventually goes to the website, and it's, the website's got great details on some of the things that you can do uh, with it to track. One of the cool things we talked about competition or motivation. So when I get done with a run, it it remembers all my runs that I've done, and if I set a new record, it tells me right away. So like if that's the fastest I've ever run a 5K, it'll say, "Hey, congratulations! You've you've just set a new record for the 5K." And, the watch is new, so I've been setting records every day because it's, uh, you know, it's just one of those things where where I'm doing those kinds of things. But it's really cool. One mile, 5K, uh, 10K, half marathon, marathon. It keeps track of all those yeah. distances. Now, you you had the Fitbit Force before that. Which we did. It's a multifunctional thing, and I've got the Forerunner pulled up right now. Is it strictly? It's not. It doesn't do all the stuff the Fit, Fitbit Force did. It looks like it's strictly for running. Yeah. Like your sleep habits and that kind of stuff. So that's good. That's it's good that you brought that up. So there's really two classes of fitness watches right now. And there's maybe one or two more, but for the average guy, there's really two. There's GPS enabled like running watches. I, I these would be for the serious athlete, right? Who wants to track their time on everything. They're really designed when you're working out. And then the Fitbit or the Vivo Fit from Garmin, those I call lifestyle watches, right? Those are that that you wear all day. Uh, well, we're we're going to compare the two of those here in a few minutes, but um, you wear them all day. 
you uh, and then it tracks your sleep, it tracks your walking, it tracks how much you go up and down stairs. Those the entry point for those lifestyle watches right now, even the most expensive ones, about 130 bucks. So that's 130 yeah. to 140. The entry point for these GPS running watches, although Garmin has a cheaper version of this now, it's called the the F uh, FR10, and that's 130. So the running watches have come. The cheapest running watches come down to the price point of the most expensive lifestyle watch. Yeah. Um, and, and so it's it's one of those things. So if you're thinking of getting a running watch and you don't want to quite go in at the 250 price point, you could go into the 130 price point and and pick up now. To confuse, not confuse, but to say, <laughs> but wait, there's more. Yeah. Garmin, and this is the innovate. It's it's innovating so fast right now. Right. So on May 8th, Garmin introduced what's called, I think it's called the FR15. Let me let me pull that. Yeah, up. I don't. I'm looking at their website now, and I see the Vivo Fit, yeah. and an Approach S2, which looks like it's a golfer uh, I, uh, watch or something, and then your Forerunner. Yes. Yep. Yep. And they the, um, but they have the FR. The Garmin has this FR series. And it is going to be. Let me let me pull that up. Um, yeah, the, the and that 15 is going to be a, a hybrid between the running watch and the lifestyle watch. Okay. So you can use a GPS when you're running, and then it tracks your movement and your heartbeat and your uh, sleep the rest of the time. And I think that's really where we're headed with this. Eventually, they'll all merge. I mean, I've been saying that for a while. I wanted a watch to be all one. The the FR15 had come out just after I bought it. I knew that would happen too. Just after I bought the this, I'm really happy I bought this watch. I don't right now necessarily need a lifestyle watch. Uh, the the running watch is good enough for me. But if you haven't looked at these kinds of this this kind of tech in a while, it's getting it's getting real exciting. I mean, there's yeah. lots of cool tech out there. Yeah, I know the Fitbit Force has been pulled from the market uh, for other issues, but I'm looking at the Vivo, whatever it is. Uh, Vivo Fit. Yeah, the Vivo Fit from Garmin. It doesn't do the sleep thing. I don't know how big a deal the sleep thing was and how accurate it was. My two boys still have the Fitbit Force because uh, part of the thing, part of the reason they we called them was the, no, the metal. Vivo Fit does do sleep. It does. Yeah. So I'm looking at it and I see it does steps, distance, calories, and time. The so I'm at uh, buygarmin.com on there so the in the yeah. Vivo Fit for 130. It does say display steps, calories, distance, and monitor sleep. Ah, uh, okay. Okay, good. Um, they didn't have the whole reaction to the metal that a lot of people did with the, the Fitbit Force. The and flex, still, the flex. You mean? No, they had the Force. Oh, your your oh, so boys, my your boys. boys. Yeah. So they're still using them, and it, theirs haven't broke yet. So they're still using them, but. Um, actually, the, looking at this, this Garmin, the readout's much bigger than the Force. Yeah, it's a little bit nicer too. To be honest yeah. with you, the the Force was uh, was LCD. It was one line. Mm -hmm. Now I had that. That's I I talked about that on a podcast maybe two or three months ago. Um, got that right after Christmas and and had that. I liked it. It was a nice it, it was a nice lifestyle watch. It had some problems. The, the nice thing about it is it had the time on it, right? And it was it was skinny. Yeah, and I, yeah, yeah I'm, I see it now where you see the calories. Yeah, yeah. You know, so we we bought when we bought them. We bought the two Fitbit forces, one for each of my boys, and we also bought the scale. The thing I really liked about the scale, one our previous scale sucked, but with this with this scale is you can have I think up to eight family members or whatever that can register on the scale, 
And I guess as long as nobody's two weights are next to each other, we've never had to worry about it. Um, but that must be how it's doing it. You know, you set yourself up, and then when you go to get on there, it knows it's me, or it knows it's my son or my wife or whoever it is, and updates that data. So I, you know, I get on there, it wirelessly syncs to the cloud, and then on my phone I have the app, and now I have, you know, uh, historical um, feedback of my weight, and. That's great, and the boys do it too. So you know, we all do that. And I think when my son goes off to college, I'm going to buy another one of those so he can do it. But it, um, you know, that what I don't want to have happen is all of us have a different, yeah, you know, <laughs> lifestyle watch, a different uh, like a phone, right? A, a, yeah, somebody's got the iPhone, somebody's got an Android, phone. a different scale, and we got to go to seven different websites right. to figure everything out, right? Yeah, well, that the market is is expanding in this area. Uh, Fitbit really, you know, this is an area Garmin should have dominated a long time ago. Fitbit came along. Garmin is now catching up to them, and um, and and I really think you're going to see a lot of action in this area of of a kind of personal fitness gear uh, around this. And so, if it's one of those things that you're thinking thinking you want to monitor, I, I think getting in with the Vivo Fit or the Fitbit Flex. Now the force has been discontinued because it had some problems. Even the 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 uh, Fitbit One and the you know that you can pin them on you, you can wear them. Those are great devices to kind of give you some idea of general fitness. Um, somebody said in chat, I think it was Loftus said in chat, he doesn't run. He likes a pedometer though. Yeah, that's what these are, right? They count steps, and the goal is to get 15,000 steps a day. And you don't have to be a runner. This is uh, let me be very very clear about this. I choose to run because it's what I do, but that. Really, running, I've gained and lost weight through monster running cycles. Again, it's not the running that it's, it causes it's me to be fit, too. right? It's, but it's part of it. And, and so I think, I think there's a real positive movement going on with these lifestyle devices that can help you get control over some of your habits. And I think you know, the key to getting in better fitness isn't necessarily big, gigantic changes, but small changes over time that become habits. And so, you know, um, I think it was Ken had said, are we going to talk a little bit about metabolism? And, uh, yeah, Ken said, uh, are you going to talk about metabolism and food, i.e. the best times of the day to eat and foods and what food habits increase your metabolism? You know, we could. No, I'm not going to tonight. But, but l let me say this along those lines, that uh, there are some basic con – if you're not – if you're continuing to gain weight, which the average American gains one or two pounds every single year, never loses them. The the if if you're in that boat and you're you're not as you're heavier than you want to be, um, and you haven't done anything for your fitness or anything for your diet, don't make big gigantic changes that require some kind of crazy diet. Right, ease into it. You know, <laughs> make little changes over time. Uh, try this. Try getting eight hours of sleep at night. Right. Try not eating after eight p.m. At, in, in the evening. Right. It's because yeah, I'm just telling you. You know, it's small things that you can do that don't require a whole lifestyle change. Uh, cut out, cut out added sugar. You know, I can, uh, I can tell you that what for me when I started doing it with I did it with an app on my phone to, to track my food, and once I started tracking it, it it made a change right there. I think getting the stats and you would get stats from these from any of these Fitbit um, Flex or the Garmin Vivo or the Forerunner. Um, you get data from that, and for me, when I see that data, I want to start impacting the data. So when I was looking at it and going, "Holy crap!" I didn't realize that that uh, you know 
I don't eat Big Macs, but let me make something up. Um, you know, that chicken biscuit from Chick-fil-A was that much, you know, that many calories or that many fat grams or whatever else it was, and you see what, what happened for a day. You know what your intake is supposed to be, and you're 1,500 calories above that. You go, whoa, what's, you know. So you start to, you start to do that. The, the struggle is, is over the long term, it becomes very um, challenging to keep that up. Especially well, if you have foods that you've got to do a lot of research on to find out, you know, all right, what was that? See, and this is where habits are key, right? Yeah. So if you can get in some good, healthy habits where you stock the right foods in your house, right? Yeah. And, and so make some changes. The, the, the more you can move away from processed food and the closer you can get it to base, right? The closer you can get it to green where it's either coming out of the land or, you the know. Squirrels in the backyard. Got or, it. Hey, you know, those, they're, they're just as crispy <laughs> off the grill. The, uh, the, um, but, but you know what I mean. The, the yeah, closer yeah. you can get, and you know what, it, 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 again, ease your way into it. One of the things that catches me every single time on this is I always, I'll have a day, I'll have a tough day, and I'll be like, well, and because as Americans we have access to all this high calorie food, we're like, well, man, I really deserve a, a Java chip frappuccino because I'm not feeling very good today, and that'll perk me up and you know what, I was probably good yesterday. Well, chances are I probably was yesterday. I did something yeah. similar. And if I don't enter it into my phone, the food calorie thing, it doesn't count. It doesn't count, right? And you start saying, well, I was good yesterday, and you really weren't. And then you do that about th every day for three months. Well, you know, you add an extra 1,500 calories onto your, you know, onto your daily plan, and you don't burn those off. Guess what happens, right? You. And what, what does it take to lose one pound? It's 1,000. I think it's 1,000 calories. And a pound, something like that. Yeah, I can't remember. I, I asked that question. I'm sure. At one point. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah. How many? We can Google that. How many? So now these things, um, the the, the thing you had the for, the Forerunner and the Fitbit Flex, those kind of things. Oh, 3,500 calories. Sorry. 30, okay. 3,500 calories. Yeah, because it was something like 500 a day difference over a week would be a pound or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, the, the real quick before you ask a question, yeah. you can get into a real rabbit hole with this this diet nutrition stuff where there's all kinds of people saying all kinds of crazy things and there's all kinds of, you know, eat this at this time and eat six times a day. And yeah, you can do that. I mean, but if, you, if you're doing nothing, start with something simple, which is simple math. Add up the food that you're eating during the day, make it less day over day. All right, that... Mm -hmm. Just start with something simple and move on. So go ahead with your question. All right. So all of these things that you're wearing on your arm, are they measuring how much you're running or whatever by the, the, the fact that the GPS is moving or by the fact that your arms are going up and down? How are yeah. they doing that? So this watch actually has both GPS and accelerometer. So that's another nice thing about this is that when I get on a treadmill, even though I'm not in, I'm indoors and I'm not around GPS, it will monitor how far I run. Now, I don't know if I'd really use that because the treadmill distance and speed thing would be probably more accurate than the watch. Okay. So on a treadmill, I'm just going to enter in that manually anyway if I do it you, that way. You say enter it into manually into Garmin your Connect, Garmin where, I'm, where I'm keeping track of everything. You so know? you can't enter stuff in like the, the, the workout manually. So, yeah. Right. Obviously, if you're on the weights, if you're, not, if you're doing weights instead of um, – yeah. You know something yeah. like that. You're gonna to have to enter that manually, right? Yeah, absolutely. If you're gonna if you're gonna go in and do those kinds of things, but that. So yes, that's kind of nice. It's got the accelerometer on there. Uh, like I mentioned, it's got all kinds of cool stats. You know, so when I unlock the phone, let me let me see if I can actually 
Um, so if I go into my history, I'll just kind of give you an example. So Monday's run, let me look at the details here. So with Monday's run, and I'll hold that up, you can kind of see it. This is the other nice yeah. thing about it. It's got a pretty pretty clear screen. So you can see I run about I ran about 4.22 miles, uh, and I ran, I'm reading this backwards, uh, about an 8.30 pace. Uh, it's really cool because of the accelerometer, you get a cadence, an idea of cadence, so to mm -hmm. how, how quickly your feet are moving per minute because it counts those little... Those little, you know, thump, 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 thump when you're doing it, just like the Garmin does. That's how yeah. it. It's kind of a pedometer. It is the Garmin. Yeah, and my so uh, and I burned about 700. And, oops, let me go back to that. I burned about 720 calories on that run. Oh wow, nice. Yeah, not bad. And about my cadence was 172, which is not a bad cadence. Um, and so you get you get some you know you get some information back from it, and then I can. Uh, and you I, feel that's pretty accurate on the the distance. Yeah, in fact, I've been running with a couple other guys as well. And um, they, oh, one second here. They, I've been uh, measuring my, um, my, my watch to theirs, pretty close. Yeah. And again, I'm not a big calorie counter at this point. I'm just trying to, I try to stay fit and eat less today than I ate yesterday, kind of thing. Trying to keep it really simple. Keep that for very long. And well, eventually you kind of run out of food. Yeah. But, but you know, it's just, it's just a pattern, right? What does that tell me? Laps one? These are my laps, too. So let me turn the light back on. So these are my laps. So in lap number one, it tells me how fast and, you know, uh, what my time was uh, there. Let's see if that will adjust. So that was mile one. There's lap two. There's lap three. So if you're a guy who likes to keep track of your miles, you want to get a little So you would hit your watch at the, at the mile? No, automatically does it for me. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's the beauty. In a watch like this, in the old... The old watch, I'd have to hit the button every mile, and I'd have to know, like, it'd only work in races because they're the only ones that put mile markers. <laughs> you know, nobody puts mile markers out. Right. And so I, I'd, I'd have well, to go out on the highway. They have mile markers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's right, and you get run over. Um, and so, um, yeah, it's, it's kind of cool. So it keeps track yeah, of it. That's cool. And then you can download that back, and then you know how fast you're running. So, so those stats are kind of cool. So, back. so, all right, so I, maybe you said this already. I missed it because I was trying to look up the website. Oh, yeah. How do, is it Wi-Fi um, getting it back to your computer on online, or is it oh, you yeah, Bluetooth it? back okay. to the phone, and then phone to the website? Okay. Or I've got a USB connector. Connector. There's you can see there's a, mic two. a micro mini USB. Yeah, in the back here, there's it's got a, oh, okay. a a custom one that goes over it, and then that plugs into the your computer, and then you can connect it that way as too. That's kind of the old way of doing the Garmin. Uh, connect to it, but it's it's very very simple. Again, a watch I could wear every day, and I do wear every day. My goal is to wear it every single day, have it with me all the time. It's going to be my watch. And Mike, I haven't worn a watch in yeah, I don't wear one now. Like Twelve years. And, and I take it it's it's pretty water resistant, sweat resistant. Yeah, so it's water resistant down to five units, whatever they. There's some kind of, and I don't, I have not even uh, kept up with. Um, let me. Go I, I'm thinking more like you're out in the you're out running in the rain, and of course you're gonna sweat. Oh yeah, I wore it in the rain the other day, no problem. It's it it five ATMs, and I I don't know what that means for water, but but it's I don't know if I'd swim with it, but from sweating and. Raining. I ran a race on Sunday and it rained like crazy. Yeah. Uh, no, no problems um, as far as. And then I mentioned six weeks. This I was actually wrong. Six weeks if you're in watch mode before you need to recharge it, and then up to ten hours in training mode. That the FR10 was the five and uh, was the uh, five hours and five days or something like that. So um, now 
it, it you get some um, it'll actually you can do bike you can put it in bike mode too so you can have it on your wrist and if you're biking keep track of all that that time and and tell it it's uh you're on a bike so you could do it that that way as well which is really cool yeah you know now that the uh, force is gone from Fitbit's uh, lineup, and you know they got to be coming out with something to replace that. I mean, comparing the Flex to the to the Vivo Fit, it's it's uh, there's a huge difference there. I, w I mean, it definitely looks like I would get the Vivo Fit over the Flex. Yeah. So Fitbit was first to market on that, but Garmin had all the experience. Yeah. And so Fitbit came out with this and kind of opened people's eyes to that form factor. And then you know recently uh, this. Vivo Fit is kind of brand new on the market, and uh, they're very, 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 very similar. I mean, this is—it's almost like they Garmin just ripped off <laughs> what Fit, Fitbit's doing. I, I don't know if that's true or not. Um, but you know, the 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 um, the Fitbit does not have a replaceable battery. If I uh, I think really? that thing is sealed in there, um, I'd have to I'd have to double check. The 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 Garmin does have a a, a one, they guarantee you a one year battery on that and then you can take that off and it just takes a little, one of those little tiny watch batteries you put it in. You know now that it, in, as I'm looking at the video and all that on the the Garmin one, it almost made me think that maybe I should have bought a I don't know if this even exists, but a Wi-Fi scale that was not tied to a vendor like Garmin or whoever. And I don't know if, if these guys even let you. Do something where you can sync. I don't. I can't find anything about scales on Garmin site, and Fitbit probably only lets their one come there. It would be nice yeah. if there was a phone app or something where you could have a Wi-Fi scale that then, because ultimately, if you're trying to lose weight, it all comes back to that scale. I mean, whatever you're doing, the food or the, the working out, you're gonna need to know what was the impact. Did I gain or, or lose? Even if you're not doing it every day, but over time, you're gonna need to know that, right? Yeah, although let me give you one alternative to the scale. The pant size is the, the pants tighter. Yeah, I mean that's 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 true, but I still like to know the number. Yeah, well you're a numbers guy, yeah. right? And and I think you like to put those numbers in a spreadsheet and you know all that other stuff. If you're going to track it, anything anything worth doing is worth tracking, right? Yeah. So, um, but I have I've really moved away from a scale over the last uh, you know, I ran for 5 years and then last summer I was really hurting. And uh, so I took about four months. It started as taking a couple weeks off. <laughs> it ended up getting to be four or five months by the time I was done. I got busy podcasting at work, and it was really easy at the end of the day to just put, spend time into podcasting and not going out and working out. And wasn't eating very well. And, of yeah, course, whenever we go on the road, when I do recruiting, you know, I do a fall recruiting class where we go all around the country and recruit. I eat like, you know, you know time on the road. You know how. Oh, absolutely, yeah. 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 So, um the uh, and so I put on put on a few extra pounds. The the pants got a little tight, and uh, you know, come December, I'm like, you know, I better. <laughs> I looked in the mirror. I better. Uh, I better start doing something about but, this. And so I've I been measuring it in in notches as opposed to. Um, but I think that is good for somebody like you who's already closer in the ballpark of your your goal weight. For somebody who's not anywhere near it, um, you know. I, Pants weight, pants size is one measurement, but also the, I would, I want at least I want to know, you know, have a, have a lost ten pounds, five pounds, have I gone the other way, you know, what what is the deal? So I would want some kind of scale, and I know that you know you're not going to get Garmin to accept the the Fitbit scale, but it'd be nice if you could have a phone app that 
could accept various uh, Wi-Fi scale inputs. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think like with the smart things movement of trying to consolidate all these, because I consider these things almost home automation, right? Your scale yeah. is almost, it's that borderline, and even the watch is borderline between, um, I mean, it's, it's your personal device is now interacting with home automation. And so I think this fits right into, you know, right into that, uh, the smart things concept. Um, you know, uh, Ken asks a tough question, right? He's, he says, tough question. In your opinion, he's asking for my opinion, what is the most time efficient, yet still practical exercise, uh, to do to stay fit and healthy in addition to good eating habits? Okay, so that's an assumption. You're going to change the way you eat. Is it running, jogging, walking? I, it's none of those. Uh, light weights or a scientific seven-minute workout type thing. Okay. Um, I don't know what the scientific seven-minute workout thing is, um, but but I, I think, so first of all, you, I always, I've said this from the very beginning, you don't uh, run to lose weight, you lose weight to run. Running is one of the worst, mm. in my opinion, running is one of the worst things you can ever do for fitness. You, you should run because you want to run, and that's what I do. I mean, I run because I love to get out on the road, and I'm very competitive that way. It's not as much of a fitness thing for me as it is just a love of competing in that thing. Running is the hardest thing on your body because it's a repetitive movement that happens over and over and over again and is prone to high injury rates. If you ever want to get injured and working out, take up running. You will, you'll, you'll hurt your ankles, your knees will hurt, your hips will hurt, you'll hurt your back. I mean, every runner is either running uh, or prepare or, or run is either running in pain or faking that he's running in pain. It, it's it's just one of those things. As a runner, I have you know over the last six years and all the time I was in the military, you just always hurt all the time in some way. It's always something. So I don't recommend running for fitness. I recommend running if you want to run. If you're going to do fitness and you or you want to lose some weight, right? Adding muscle mass is burns more calories than anything else. And the military almost has it right in their exercise regime that they do when they do this 30-minute cardio PT exercise. Now, they don't do it fast enough, but a combination of things like push-ups and burpees and body squats. And burpee. Bur a bur you know what a burpee is? I, can, I think so. Explain it. Google that. So you go you go down on the ground, put your feet, <laughs> put your feet out. It, 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 it's, it's, it's murder on the spot. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's pretty much death. Yeah, it's yeah. really hard. But... It really gets you. It really gets you moving. Um, you know, from from uh, get your heart moving and it gets your body moving, and it works both your core and your legs and your arms. You can add a push up in on that. You can do add a jump. We've done burpee push up box jumps. So you do the burpee, add a push up, but jump up on a box. Tell you what, you do ten of those, and you are your heart is moving pretty fast. You do or it stopped. It could be. <laughs> Depends on what kind of shape you're in, right? I mean, I I could I'm I'm in pretty good shape. I could probably knock out 50 burpees in sets of 10, pretty quick right now. If you're just starting again, uh, and you haven't been working we don't out believe in a while, you. go ahead. <laughs> okay. <hold on. laughs> um, if if you're just starting to work out, I think in that start easy. How about just show up at the gym for a week? <laughs> that might be a good thing to you know like set the habit of starting at the gym. Or as you know, you we've talked uh, a lot about running, and there's been a couple comments in there that hey, I'm too out of shape to run, and probably me too, I'm too out of shape to run. Walking, and these things can track that too, right? They can track how much I walked. Yeah. So yeah. you know, an after dinner walk or whatever uh, time walk, you're gonna walk around a neighborhood, you're walking a dog, right? Are you thinking you hit the that we shouldn't do that? 
Uh, no, movement's good. I don't think it's fitness, though. I mean, walking is okay. It's just a slower version of running in a lot of ways. You've got to you think somebody who's, who's really out of shape, going running is probably not the oh, best thing to yeah, do. If, yeah, if, if you're just starting, yeah, walk the dog after dinner and be done. That would be a yeah. great way to get started. Yeah, I see what you're saying there. Yeah, good yeah. call. As a start, you know, that's obviously, you know, Perfect three months into it, you probably need to be a little bit more advanced than just the walking the dog. Yeah, yeah, or go a little bit, start with a walk and go five extra minutes every day. You know, start at 10 minutes, then go to yep, 15, and then go to 20. The watch or the... We, um, we, we, we found that pushing pushing 30 kilograms of, of child in a, in a stroller around the block helped. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that'll add a little resistance, right, to what you're doing. Yeah, you know, we we and, and we did. We've got a five kilometer lap, and we stick them in stick them in their double pram, and as they've gotten heavier, the the lap's gotten harder. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's yeah. It's, it's perfect. It's a perfect adaptable resistance training. Yeah, yeah. Well, you got to get your heart moving. But it, you can't re, you can't reduce it. Right. The white. <laughs> you, right. No. It's not like you can quit either. Once you get out, you got to get back, right? Yeah. I mean, it's not like yeah. you can just leave them. Um, yeah, extra resistance. You know, um, you, the key is you got to get your heart moving, right? I mean, that's that's good heart health is, is about getting that heart moving and getting in an optimal heart rate. Again, you can get crazy about all these things. I know guys, I'm, I work with guys and I'm around guys all the time that, you know, they measure everything to the nth degree. Let me, let me tell you, if you ever want to quit working out, the fastest, just start tracking everything, and it can get yeah. you know because you can go you can you can kind of go crazy unless you're that guy that likes to do that right. So you figure that out that works for you. Ken said he wanted to expand on his question, which was, uh, what would it be? So he's looking for something, some advice on that. What would it be for someone who's about 10 pounds away from their goal weight? Well, I still have to ask that question. How fit are you to begin with? I mean. 10 pounds is a fairly uh, easy goal to get to depending upon what where you're at and what your body type is and how old you are. And It's hard for me, Ken. I don't know you very well, so it would be hard for me to say, oh, you should do this. Uh, I think you've got to do some things. I mean, how have you been successful with it in the past? What kind of things have worked for you in the past? What what have you tried? What have you not tried yet to lose? The, the body really, there's this concept of muscle confusion that, that people have used and really... The idea is that as, as, as humans, when we get into ruts or we get into patterns, the body gets very efficient working in those ways. So to say I decided to do push-ups, right? All I was going to do is push-ups. Well, after a while, my body would get really good at doing push-ups. And because I'm really good at them, it doesn't take me as much energy to do them, right? And so I'm not burning as many calories, and I get in a calorie, I get in a rut with that. You got to mix that up, and that's why it's important to kind of change your your routine, your patterns around a little bit. Um, and certainly, weight adding weights or doing body weight type things like a body squat or a push up or pull up or some of those kinds of things. The beauty of some of those body weight ones, Mike, is you can do them anywhere. You don't have to go to the gym for them. Right, right. You know, I have a. You can do them on vacation. You can do them at yeah. work, even. Yeah. I have a pull up bar right right above me here, and. In theory, I could just go up to that thing and, you know, maybe do one or two pull-ups. That would be great. If I did that every hour, guess what? They've done some scientific studies to say whether you walk for a full hour or 10 minutes for six times a day, it's the same thing, right? The other thing I found, you know, the other thing I found when I was, uh, was working out on a more regular basis is I had more energy. So, you know, I think at some point if you're too far out of shape, like, you know, let's say me for now, I'm out of shape, that you feel less energy and it's like, I don't have the energy to work out. It almost like the more you work out, the more energy you get. 
So it, it makes it hard to start but once you get going. And every time when I came back from the gym, there was a good feeling. I felt like that was hard, got, and I feel good the about the hard. Buzz. Yeah. What's, what's that, Andrew? You got the endorphin buzz. Yeah. It's, I don't know what it is. It's that, it's, I guess that's what it is, the endorphin buzz. But it's a good feeling after the workout. Yeah. Yeah. Other gym yeah. makes the, the challenge. Oh, go yeah, ahead. the challenge I find the challenge I was finding with the gym because I was packing probably another fifteen to twenty kilos than I should have had. So since since the kids were born, I've come down twenty five kilo, nearly thirty kilo. You know, I had this, the whole sympathetic pregnancy thing happening, <laughs> and um, <laughs> and um, I went to the gym and I and I put weight on. Because oh. even though I was, I was spending 25 minutes on the treadmill, I was do then doing a weight circuit. But because in the past I've been a I've I rode when I was at school and I was a you know I ran and all all the other sorts of exercise I did, I just found that I bulked up with my muscle and I, as a result I didn't lose the stomach that I was trying to lose and the you know the sympathetic pregnancy weight. And then all of a sudden you know I jump on a set of scales and it's like holy crap what happened there? Yeah. Well, and that um, happens to a lot of people, right? They start yeah. working out for the first time. They actually start getting after it. They put weight on because they're they're adding muscle mass, and and it, it doesn't. You don't start losing weight because your muscles, you know, at least twice as dense as fat, and so yeah, you, you start putting muscle on, which is a good thing. You you lose some fat, but that muscle you put on is more dense, and so it weighs more. And then you're like, God, I'm not losing any weight. You have to do it for. You, you, this is why I, I hate the scale. Yeah, this is why I hate the scale, right? This is why it's, uh, it, it pant size is better when you're first starting because you'll start to lose some of that belly fat and you'll start to put on muscle in other places, right? You don't have a lot of muscle in your bellies. So it's one of those kinds of things where you'll start losing in the midsection and you'll start gaining in other places, and it's it's a better measurement, I think. And plus, doesn't muscle burn more fat than it does. fat? Burn more calories than fat? It, yeah, because so, like, it burns nothing. <laughs> you know, fat burns nothing. Muscles burn. So you have a you have a time frame there where maybe you think you're having negative results, but if you keep going, it should turn positive. Yeah. Other Jim says uh, his in chat. He says the uh, best thing to do is find something you like, and that this is great advice, I think. And then build it up to 30 minutes from 30 minutes to an hour, walking, swimming, biking, elliptical, whatever. Go talk to the wife. I'll be right back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that too. That works. I'm just saying. If you it's got to be. It's got to be something everyone likes, Mike. Oh, damn it! <laughs> I know that's where. It that's where it doesn't work for us, right? <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe some of us, but uh, not the rest of us. Um, yeah, find that thing that you like. <laughs> if you're, <laughs> if you're just starting. Uh, yeah. Hey, now that came from Howard, not from you. So, um, that's good, Mike. The uh, yeah. Find something you like and uh, and and start with that. But vary it too, right? Don't 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 do too much of the same thing over and over and over. That's not great either. And I, you know, running is probably not the best thing for me because, like you said, uh, the injuries and everything. And if you're over, if you're uh, a good bit overweight, running you may get more injuries. But biking, I like biking. Yeah. He, other Jim mentioned that one. I do like biking. We got a nice some bike nice bike trails around here. We'll go uh, doing that. Swimming, I like swimming, but um, the problem with swimming, if you're too overweight, you may not want to reveal uh, all that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> shorts and a shirt, and but it, yeah. Well, swimming. Yeah, then, you you're going in there with then you drown from the uh, water retention in the clothing you're wearing. 
Oh, I've seen some people wear shirts in the pool. Yeah, but we always make fun of those people. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, a bike's a good way to start. No, biking is good. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, biking's good. You know, and 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 start biking, and then add in a little bit of strength training. So, you know, uh, find something to to just you know do some curls or. You know, in your case, Mike, uh, even with all of us, right, as, as guys, we, as we get older, we get heavier. Um, use that weight to your advantage and do body resistance, do body weight things. I mean, a couple squats, so ride your bike, then come back, stretch a little bit, do 10 squats. You're actually the, the extra weight that you're carrying. You're using it in your favor right then, yeah, yeah. right? Because um, it's you're using it as a counterweight, and you don't even need uh, you don't even need to own any weights. See, I think you know, like uh, race cars, you know, they try and take the weight off of the car, so you have all this horsepower that's in the engine, whatever else, and the more weight you can get off the car, the faster it goes. I'm a race car, just waiting for to, for for some of the pounds to be taken off. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. There I, like like think, I, I like to think I like to think I'm a greyhound. Yeah, there's like massive muscle right. under here. You know, moving all this stuff around. There's massive muscle. I just need to reveal it. <laughs> it's just hidden. Yeah, it's yeah. Just underneath that. I know my six a couple of layers. I always say I just got a keg. You know, I don't have a six pack abs. I just got the keg. <laughs> well, I, there's a six pack underneath here. It's just uh, covered up. <laughs> and you're just insulating it well. <laughs> I um, you know, funny just. Kind of a funny story, uh, you know. I've got, I've, I've, I've got a good, I've got a good, you know, five or six or ten pounds there that I could, I could probably do something else with. And when I run in the winter here, I mean, it gets pretty cold here in Nebraska. And when I run yeah. in the winter, the fat insulates the the heat coming from my from inside. Yeah. And so like the rest of my body's pretty warm because the furnace is on, right? Yeah. But the and so the skin stays warm. And people are like, man, how do you run in that cold weather? Well, once I get going and the furnace is on, I mean, I can run in probably 10 or 15 degree weather, wow. which is a pair of gloves. And I mean, there'll be steam coming off, right? But my belly, because it's got a layer <laughs> that's not, the warmth is, is not getting the furnace from the inside, right? That fat is keeping the heat from that skin. That skin gets super cold. <laughs> so I'll come in with this big red, you know, and I'm like, oh, man, that's horrible. <laughs> So it's uh it's that's the one hard thing I, I'm gonna have to start wearing uh I either have to lose the fat or I need to start wearing like a vest that will keep protect that area because it just it gets so cold it hurts like it's I don't want to say it's yeah. frozen maybe like a belly vest yes that's right just a big wrap <laughs> a belly wrap like a cover bun. <laughs> exactly a snuggie He's quite right. He's quite right. <laughs> a snuggie for my gut what is this, this is a long question uh, yeah here. Uh, he just uh, Ken just saying uh, thanks and good tips. Um, you know, he uh, it's it's it, activity is what's key, right? We just we get too we sit and don't get active enough. And you know, if you're if your uh, if your job is very active and you're getting enough, you're you know you're getting enough activity during the day and you're watching your calorie count. You don't in some cases you don't even need to exercise. I mean, it just kind of depends. Again, this is I. I want to be really cautious here. If you've made it all the way to the end of the podcast, um, you've got to do what works for you, right? I mean, don't don't take Andrew. You started walking. You you did your thing. You found some things that worked for you. You lost some weight, Mike. You're gonna start yeah. some stuff here in in the next couple weeks. You're gonna find some stuff. You're gonna find something that works for you. 
I found that works for me. You have to find what works for you, right? If you're listening to this and you made it this far in it, you've got to find what works for you. And uh, there'll be lots yeah, of advice. And, it, and, it, and, it, and it's trial and error. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to like it. If you don't right. like it, you'll quit doing it. You're not going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, one of the things that we, one of the things that we do is when we walk, when we go for our walk, or when we're walking more frequently, we, um, you know, you, we we find that we'll walk around the neighbourhood, and you know, you know, it's about time they mowed their nature strip, or look at what they've done at their house this week, or that week, or the other week, and you know, you got you got to find something that you know bring out the inner voyeur, or, or or whatever it happens to be to keep you interested in doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Uh, and and Ken's question, right? He kind of expanded. I was just reading that when you were talking, Andrew. Was, you know, he's about he's he's fairly fit, and he's about ten pounds where he wants to be. But he he works a lot, ten or twelve hours a day, not a lot of time to do fitness. Um, Ken, here's an idea for you. Uh, ten minutes so, of stair climbing. Say that again. Ten ten minutes of stair climbing every two or three hours. That there's an idea. Take the stairs, right? Um, I like push-ups. Push-ups do some amazing things for you. One, especially when you do a military push-up, you've got to keep your core tight, right? And then you, you work your arms at the same time. And so find a corner somewhere. Uh, believe it or not, we do this at work. We have push-up challenges, and we do push-ups at work. Find a corner where you're comfortable and do some push-ups, right? Get 10 push-ups in, do, them, do 10 an hour. You would be surprised. Uh, so typically I do, uh, in our fitness assessments, I do about 40 push-ups in a minute. That's pretty typical if I haven't been working out. Um, that's pretty typical for me, about 40. We did this push-up challenge, and I started doing 100 push-ups a day in sets of 10 over the course of the day. So one an hour, basically, a set of 10 every hour. Sometimes we'd speed that up and do more, but whatever. Let's just say throughout the course of the day. In my next assessment, uh, I did 53 push-ups in a minute. I improved by 13 just by doing 10 there's push-ups. Something, there's something seriously wrong with someone who can do that many push-ups in a minute. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, what, 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 are, what, what are you? Some sort of, are you some bloody, sort of bloody Terminator or something? I mean, you know, even Schwarzenegger wouldn't have been doing that. Oh, he could. He I'm could. impressed. He was, he was pretty tough. But <laughs> just, yeah, have, you, have you seen him now? He'd be doing what he'll do. I push up. <laughs> yeah, he's not in the greatest shape right now. No. Um, <laughs> but he's getting older. He's like 70, isn't he? He is pretty old. I mean, come on. For 70, he's yeah. not bad. Yeah, he, and he's still making movies. But, sure, but his, acting hasn't, his acting hasn't improved. Not, not recently, no. <laughs> um, but there's some things. I would say, if uh, Ken, if you're looking for some things to do, try and add in a little bit of stuff throughout the day, right? Sneak away for five minutes and do five body squats, right? Um, in a body squat, it's just standing, you know, stand straight up. What, what about this? Um, some people, uh, well, I say some, only one lady in my office, but I went and visited another office today where a bunch of them had this. And instead of a chair, they may have a chair that's pushed off to the side, they're sitting on a ball. Yeah. And yeah, that yeah. ball allows them, to, I guess, to move around a little more and, and be a little more active. Well, it engages their core. That's the, the philosophy. Leo Laporte did that for a while. Um, the, the, when you sit on the ball, you've got to engage your core. And so you're, you're, you're this is going to sound bad, but you're clinching all day, right? When you're, <laughs> when you're, when you're, when you are. That's what you do. You head down the wrong path, so I'm just going to be quiet and listen. <laughs> Well, but that's what you do, and you're engaging. Well, at least it's at least it's clenching for the right reason, right? That's right. That's right. 
So yeah, the, some I've some people have switched from a chair to a ball. Just, just does that help you at all when losing weight? Would that help um, you at all? I you know I don't think it burns enough that it uh, by itself is going to do anything. Uh, it's one of those kinds of things, right? If you're just thinking, well, I'm going to change to a ball and I'm going to lose weight, yeah, boy, in maybe 20 years. Okay. Uh, I just don't think. Now, it's good for you, and it's good for your posture. I mean, there's lots of good reasons to do it. I wouldn't do it to lose weight, me personally. You know, um, if I, you know, just to go back to the beginning as we as we get ready to wrap this up. If I'm going to lose weight, the first thing I need to look at is what I eat, uh, and and that would be the first step before I do any kind of program. And spend two or three or four or five weeks getting your eating straight. And while you're getting your eating straight, add moderate exercise. Go up for a walk. walk the, push the kids in the stroller. Walk the dog around the block. Take a bike ride. Right. Use those three or four or five weeks just to get some moderate. Man, take the stairs at work. Um, you know, Do whatever you can what, what, and what's fun for you. Find an activity that's fun and go do it. My wife and I, for a long time, we I wish we did this again. We went out and threw a softball back, just back and forth. Oh, you know, we just went across the street. We have a field across yep. the street. We just threw a softball to each other. It was activity. You know, we enjoyed it. It was time. It was like dating. Uh, you know, and having activity out there. We, we it was something we could do together. Um, and so, um, you know, that's. Um, find other gym is right. Find something that you really like to do and then go do it. And but get your diet figured. Get your get your eating figured out. That's kind of the you'll do. That will make because I've uh, five marathons, right? I've run five marathons in the last five years. I have gained I, weight going into every marathon. Yeah, and I wow. Okay, because you're you know, yeah, because I'm eating right. You're eating tons. My first. I just was about yeah. to think. I was just about to say as you mentioned about throwing the ball with your wife. Is that finding someone you can do something with is good, but there's also a downside to that. Is is let's say I I decide I'm gonna pick up biking and I'm gonna do it with one of my kids, and at the times when he can do it, it actually is an extra encouragement because he's gonna say, hey, let's go, dad, and that's an extra encouragement. But it, it, now I've got to sync up two cycles, and if he can't do it or he doesn't want to do it, that's really that's a really good uh, incentive for me to say, yeah, me neither. So. Uh, you know, while it's good to have a um, a partner in doing some stuff, it also can be a distraction. You got to find some own self motivation. I think, at least I do. Yeah. Yeah, and if you're finding something you like and you can do by yourself, then add a friend. Right? It's one of those kinds of things. If you like doing it, and you don't necessarily have to have a friend. Yeah. Then the friend's the bonus instead of the friend being the. What you know. what my older my older son is was a swimmer. And through high school, he's graduates next Friday, so swimming seasons are over for him. For you know, he if he's going to swim now. It's going to be uh, recreational. But what he's because he was in such great shape, he doesn't want to lose that. He has got a pattern down. That that is probably an important thing to have to create a pattern. And um, what he does is as he comes home from school, the gym is on his way home from school, so he just stops at the gym works out and then comes home and that's his routine and because it's a set routine it it becomes a pattern for him and you can keep doing it every day yeah and I'd even say set rewards set a reward structure we haven't talked about that at all but set a reward structure for yourself so that and you can talk to my wife again I'll be right back you know it's going to end up being chocolate Mike <laughs> Uh, it's one of those things. 
Uh, yeah, man, I'd be skinny sky on the planet if that was a reward. <laughs> so <laughs> that's a double workout. The um, yeah, well, good stuff, guys. I I uh, appreciate the, the the feedback from from you guys on this. Andrew, great to hear the kids squealing in the background. It's always nice to uh, to hear the young voices back there. Judy's use of the mute button again. <laughs> <laughs> I did. No, it's great. I, it's it's one of those fun things about having you on, and uh, good to hear. I know you guys worked hard. Uh, speaking of working out, uh, you guys worked hard. Little bit, little bit. A little bit of help from a third party. Yeah, a little bit of help from your friends, but a little bit of help from American Express. And uh, science. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> but um, it's it's fun like to get together. Ken uh, Ken says it really he really appreciates the tips and uh, he didn't want to occupy too much. No no Ken I'm glad I'm glad you, you talked great. about that. No, yeah no great. it's good good for us to dialogue on that and and uh, here on Home Gadget Geeks you know it fits in nicely. We talked about a gadget and then we. Spend some time. Listen, guys. This is where we're at. I mean, I I can't say enough of we're all we're all in this thing together, you know. And like Red Green would say, keep your stick on the ice, you know. That it's it, it, right until we're pushing up daisies, we're gonna have to deal with these things. And yeah. And so it's just one of those things we have to deal with. And I and I'm no, you know, I'm no superstar, and I'm no trained uh, I'm no t- trained dietitian or or uh, trainer or any of those kinds of things. But there are some things that you could do to improve what you're doing, and uh, you just got to kind of figure that out. We're all in this thing together, so yep. sit down, figure some things out, um, and, and try some things out. See what works for you. Not everybody's the same. Not everybody's body's the same. Not everybody's diet's going to be the same. Not everybody has access to, but you know, all those things are different. So you get really got to sit down and take control of your own kind of destiny and build a plan that works out best yeah. for you. So, Mike, you're you talked so. Are you guys you you making a big change coming up here? Or are you going to do something different? Yeah, so I think this Saturday we we had a membership we we um, stopped going for a while and then we put it on maintenance mode. So you're only paying like ten dollars a month just to keep it open. So we have been talking at this weekend going and starting that back up again and getting back into it. Um, yeah, so yeah, make it fun. Yeah, so we're talking about doing that. And tonight, listening to you guys talk about the different uh, gadgets, I'm not going to go buy the Forerunner because I'm not going to do that kind of running. Yeah. But looking at the the Vivo Fit, I think that's what it was called. I want to yeah. I want to look at that some more. That one looked very enticing to me. I like the Fitbit Force, but you know, since it's been discontinued, and actually the Vivo Fit looks a little better. It does. And uh, to me, that almost looks like no brainer. I don't I don't necessarily like that now. We're, I'm going to be on one system, my kids on another, and I'm going to have my weight somewhere else. You know, it's 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 getting a little all over the place right now. But I'm hoping that somewhere down along the line, as these things progress and uh, maybe mature a little bit, that we'll have some more options. And it kind of hoping that thing in the background is going to be hoping that thing in the background is going to mature a bit and quiet down a bit too. <laughs> well, all good, you know, Andrew. You got you've got some opportunities with the kids. Get them outside. Get to the park. You know that they get yeah. they have endless amounts of energy, and uh, and so working out with them can be a good. Um, you know, yeah, and that, that was that, and that was one of the biggest incentives I had for for losing that that you know weight that I'd gained during Michelle's pregnancy is that, you know, we're both very aware that once they start moving, we were both in a state where we weren't going to be able to keep up to them. Yeah. 
and you know having having lost that you know 10 10 12 pound in 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 your speak that um you know we're now in that position where it's it's easier it's not still not easy but it's easier yeah yeah so. other Jim mentioned about uh listen to podcasts while you're doing it so what I do I do I do the same thing I bring my phone into if I'm going to the gym um, I don't necessarily do it when I'm riding a bike, but when I go into the gym, I bring the phone with me. And if I'm on the elliptical, I may even watch a video podcast as I'm on there. If I'm on the weights, then I just have it in my pocket and I'm listening to one. But I could I could be listening to a video podcast. Either way, I, that's what I'm generally doing, either uh, doing something like that. Because that way, for me, at least, I'm less focused on everything else. Yeah, mu- music would be fine. Music gets me going. But if it's not like the top song, there's a few songs that, I really like right right for whatever reason now I'm in the ACDC. I wasn't into them when I was in high school, but now I'm loving like Back in Black and all this stuff. But as soon as it's off that song, the endorphins kind of come down for me, and and it's a song that's not quite as good as that, so the motivation is a little bit less. But if I'm listening or watching a podcast or something that interests me like that, I kind of tune out to the workout I'm actually doing and focus on that a little more, and I can I can go a lot longer that way. At least for me, that's how it works. Yeah. Yeah, that's good, and that's. Yeah, whereas I, whereas I find if I'm listening to something, I usually end up getting my, my step out of sync. Which so it's it's, it's interesting how every, everyone varies. You know, Michelle runs to, to various types of music, and I've tried running to running even walking to oh, what she listens we, to. We go and back to that. Like the old, you just fell out of a tree. <laughs> yeah, different strokes, different di- di- different <laughs> one swing out of the tree. Uh, different different strokes for different folks, though, right? Yeah, no, for sure. For sure, it's it it totally yeah, is. I get angry when I'm listening to uh, talking while I'm running. It makes me angry. I can't. Oh, really? I, I, I tried to listen to podcasts and I get frustrated because when I'm running, I need to focus on on running and not trying to. Because I, I want to hear what's going on in the podcast, and I get distracted and my rhythm gets off, my breathing gets off, and so music is about the only thing I can do. And probably 70% of the time, I go natural. No running, no music, no anything. No, yeah, no anything. It's me in the road, and uh, it's been a good, you know, my, my the stress at my job has really picked up over the last, and it's good stress, it's not bad, but over the last three years, I've gotten really, really busy. I've used that running time as my time. I'm away from email, there's no phones ringing, there's no interns asking me questions, there's no... You know, there's not, uh, there's nothing there. It's, it's nobody can get a hold of me, right? I don't even have my phone on me, and so for me, it's been, um, it's been an, an opportunity to really just get focused and go out and try to get quiet. And so again, that works for me, right? Yeah. That's the, that's the thing. You got to find your own thing, and, and that's why Absolutely. I'm always a little hesitant on these kinds of things because it's like. You know, oh, if you do, if you follow my P90X program, you can blah 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 blah, and uh, and and I'm like, eh, maybe. And that's right? what maybe. I was wanting. To, I was trying to say, you got to find, you, just like you said, you got to find what works for you. Because while listening to podcasts works for me, it doesn't work for you. Heck, my dad is a marathon runner, like you know, like you. Yeah. He's now push almost seventy, and he likes to listen to classical music while he runs. Holy crap, that would drive me insane. <laughs> yeah. You'd find yourself no, no, no. skipping more than you would running. It would, uh, you know, something else would be happening. Um, but for him, it works. For him, it works. So you got to find what works for you. Both, yeah. both the music and whatever you listen to while you're working out, your your schedule for when you're working out, 
and uh, the type of workout, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's no one. There's no quick fix. There's no one no, fix. No, you got to find what works for you. Andrew, you had mentioned in chat that you know you, you painted half the house while listening to podcasts, uh, and I can work to do that too. I mean, that works for me too. I love to get that. Um, Canada asked. I think at the pay. time, I think at the time you told me I was, you didn't know how I could listen to you, Zadler and Dave talk <laughs> for eight months worth of podcasting while holding a paintbrush. So. Well, I guess yeah, it was slightly was better than watching a paint dry. Yeah, well, and hopefully <laughs> the sh- maybe maybe the shows were a little bit better back then. But the uh, the uh, uh, Canada asked anyone know a good pair of headphones, uh, and and actually Mike and I have the best earbuds you can buy. I think this is just my opinion for physical activity, and they're they're called earbuds. Y U R B U D S. And when I started, Mike, when we started these, there were just a couple. You know, they were they're harder to find. You had to buy them online. Now you can get them in any Best Buy. They're just about any store. I saw them at Target the other day. Y U R B U D S. I used to be an affiliate with them, and they they stopped that program. So wow. buy them on Amazon. Use the Amazon link. They're available out there. Uh, if you want to go to the slash amazon you can buy them from there. I've got the simple red ones. I don't. Even, the, they've got fancier ones where you can hook them into your phone, and they've got uh, volume control here. Mm-hmm. But these things, they've got. They're great. They send you two pair of uh, of. Uh, they call them sound enhancers. That's the piece that goes in your ear. They make great podcasting uh, headsets as well. I've got two pair, and they. Um, I use them for one for podcasting and one for running. And uh, because they allow ambient sound in, this is one of those things you have to watch out for. Maybe we'll talk about earbuds the next time. But if you're working out and your music's too loud, that's dangerous. And if you're working out and you can't hear anything, because some of those things plug the ear canal to get you that noise-canceling effect, bad workout headphones. Don't, don't, don't use those kinds of earbuds. You are putting yourself in danger if you're outside. Perfectly okay for driving into work, though. Oh, yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> as long as you don't want to hear an ambulance yeah. truck. <laughs> it's right. Uh, no, I, I think the same thing. The other thing for yeah. me that they that these are good at is for podcasting, not necessarily for um, they wouldn't come into play in other cases. A lot of the ones I would wear before these is when I would talk, I'd feel like I'm, I have a nasally talk to me. You feel so, you know, like you're plugged up. Yeah. These don't feel that way at all. I can hear, like you said, I can hear what's going on upstairs around me and all that kind of stuff. And when I'm in the gym, I can hear the the gym noises. So obviously, what's in your ear is louder, but I can still hear the the gym noises. Yeah, which was good. Yeah. Now I ran the other day and I had him turned up so loud. The guy in the bike who was doing the safety stuff had to yell at me <laughs> to move over, and I thought, oh, I probably listened to the music too too loud. Yeah, obviously, if you turn it up really loud, you know, you're not going to be able to hear anything. Yeah. And it's it's comfortable to wear. I can I you know we Jim and I we've both done long. Podcast been on online talking for a long time. Had them in our ears for a long time, and they're fairly comfortable to wear for a long time. Yeah, in fact, the the makers of earbuds uh, they were triathletes, and oftentimes those guys have to wear you know uh, earbuds for hours, four, five, six hours. So they kind of designed them to be careful to be uh, comfortable. This this pair I've had for a long time. I've never had to replace the sound enhancers that are in there, and they're super soft, and they yeah, just and so. I ordered from them for ten dollars. You can get two pairs of. Let's see if I have them. Although you have to be careful. Sometimes when you take it off, like I've hit my the the thing here and yanked them out of my ear, and the little red piece goes flying somewhere, and then it's a half hour search to find it. That's exercising. It is. That's what I do that on purpose. Yeah, exercise. <laughs> I put those somewhere. I do crunches and stuff as I'm looking Kinda all nice over the ground. Your butt, you get a nice little case to to carry them in, so. Um, 
uh, that's uh, each pair comes with that. But um, I had I have some extra ones around here somewhere. I can't remember what I did with them. But when you when you get them first, you 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 know they're they're just a little bit. They're not quite as broken in yet, and it's like oh these don't these aren't quite as comfortable as the as the old ones were. So um, Drash just saying he can't he can't have the ambient sound. Um, coming in. So yeah, then then you got to go if you can't have ambient sound come in, you got to get some noise canceling or ones that that fill in the ear canal when you're doing that. But for me, Mike, I recommended these to you and and you've you've had them and and uh they've just been a great pair of earbuds to use and they stay in. So why you are BUDS, that's that's a good good recommendation. All right, we'll do uh we'll we'll close it up here on this uh, this version. I think uh, six, seven, eight weeks from now we'll do another one. We've got some good stuff coming up for you. I'm actually going to try and get the trainer from work to come in and talk about. He's like he's a real live fitness guy, not just me spouting stuff that I'm just making up as I go along. And so uh, Ryan Wolf is his name. He got me working out again when I went to Gallup, and uh, so I will try and get him to join us, and uh, you can ask a real live fitness trainer those questions as well. So that'll be coming up. I uh, want to highlight just a few things we've got going on. I think next week, oh, we'll have a good one next week. So I've got Ryan Parker coming on the show. He's a cook. Uh, he's a chef. chef awesome. He's going to talk about cooking tech. So why not have fitness tech? And then I say you got to get your diet under control. So maybe we can ask Ryan some of those uh, diet questions as well. But uh, he's a chef. He's going to come on and talk about some really cool tech that's in the kitchen now. So um, and we, we uh, did a pre-call pre with him last week, and he's got some cool stuff. So that'll be coming up um, next week, and then we got some car tech coming in. I think uh, I need to uh, double-check with Bill, but Bill Rockhold will be on the show. He was on no, a couple months back, and uh, he's got some, there's some cool tech going into cars. Andrew, you'll want to be here for that one for sure. I know you're uh, yeah, for sure. as a car enthusiast. Pickle. Yeah, as a motorhead, you'll want to be yeah. here as well. Um, and then in a couple weeks, actually I have June... Fifth, maybe a June 12th show schedule. I'm still scheduling those right now, but on the 19th of June, we've got uh, John Nye coming. He's an ethical hacker, and uh, he's going to talk a little bit about uh, look up Wi-Fi pineapple, and uh, and so we're going to he's he's got some cool things coming cool. when we talk about ethical hacking. So we'll have him on. We got some interesting guests. I I met some the guys from Code 42. Those are our crash plan guys. So I'm hoping to get them back on the show and have. Uh, some technical uh, stuff from them coming from those guys. They are growing like gangbusters there. That crash plan, Mike. You know, yeah, you yeah. you got to tour we, their facility. No, we didn't. We had them come to our office. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Um, so, but we had I had a few of the technical guys here. That the guy who was at forty gig or no forty terabytes. Yeah. Yeah. Was he at now? He's now at sixty. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> he's got to be doing video or something. Yeah. 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 Um, so, so I don't feel so bad about my four terabyte. No, no, you shouldn't. Not with uh, not with sixty. And they showed me that the guy got the laptop out, and he was like, "Here's, here's this guy." They they blinded who he was, and and they're like, "You want to know how much you have?" And so I had them look me up, and and uh, and they showed me. So it was, um, so it was pretty cool. Did you look pathetic next to him? Yeah, because I've got like four hundred gig. <laughs> you know, it's like wow. I, and I'm trying. I mean, I was I was like, I'm keeping everything. And Are you I'm, not you backing know. up like your podcast and stuff? Um, everything. I keep all of it. Wow. In fact, two copies of it, and I just can't get, I can't seem to get to, to grow it, uh, although I have to check recently, but I mean, the last time I checked at the end of the year was at 300 gigs, so 
I don't know. I'll have to podcast more to get that done. We are out here every Thursday night or just about 50 out of 52 weeks. We're out here on Thursday nights, 8 p.m. Central, 9 Eastern, theaverageguy.tv slash live. want to say thanks for uh, listening. Thanks for using the Amazon link, theaverageguy.tv slash Amazon. And, uh, and you know what? Uh, continue. Uh, if you if you got some ideas for the show, if you want to call in some questions or comments, we'd love to hear that. 402-478-8450. Uh, and, and Kyle has been really good. He's calling, he's called me about once a month on that line just, just to make sure it's still working. And, uh, and, and so uh, give us a call on that line. We'd love to hear from you. Things that are coming up. We've got a lot of exciting things coming up through the summer, so th- make sure you stay tuned. And maybe it's a share a, share your podcast with a friend week. And uh, so if you got other tech guys that uh, that you think might benefit from the new home gadget geeks, we'd love to have them uh, come out and join us. Just to give them the invite, give them the RSS feed, give them whatever it takes to get them on. We'd love to have them come out. And listen, Andrew, great to have you two weeks in a row. Thanks for coming out. Yeah, I'll have to try and get get on that. My phone doesn't ring. <laughs> No, it's good, man. I'm glad you can just stay around and uh, and can add in the value when you can. Mike, it's always great to have you on as well. Thanks for coming on. Always fun to be here. All Love right. being on when Andrew's on. Yeah, it's always good. It's always a good podcast. So we'll be back next Thursday. Take care, everyone. Good night, everybody.